Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Voice Prissy. We are here with another book, Ekigai. So, I'm sure that you have read this book somewhere or you have heard it somewhere or you have seen others reading it. All what I'm saying is you have you know what a, what book I'm talking about. So, let's just see the overall outlook of this book and let's and after that we'll get deeper into it. The overall motive of this book is to put stress on how doing certain things that we love and some other factors can actually increase our lifespan. Ikigai is an intersection of a lot of different things. It's an intersection of things we love, things that we can get paid for, things that the world needs, and the things that which we are good at. However, Ikigai, ikigai is not just blindly fo- following the things that we love. This is probably your reason of being, the reason that you were born for. all of these aspects combinedly forms ikigai i mean you can just imagine how great that would be if you got paid for the things that you love to do suppose you love traveling and you also get paid for it in your mind your life will be sorted right that's how powerful ikigai is i mean i can just imagine someone paying me to read the books that i love i'd be pretty much sorted this one work has such a great impact on your life that if you continue doing it chances are that you'll end up living much more longer than the expected slash average age okay so the expected age is very weird <laughs> i don't know what but yeah obviously there are other factors as well which we are also going to discuss later in this episode but yeah this is the overall perspective overall outlook of this book so gather around children as i take you through this lovely little book chapter 1 ikigai the art of staying young while growing old so this chapter kind of sets the whole mood for the book the whole book mostly discusses the lifestyle of okinawa a place in japan okinawa holds the first place among the world's blue zones for those who don't know what blue zones are these are the geographical regions where people live the longest now there are three things that you must know about okinawa or three things that you must keep in mind generally as well first of all is whatever you do don't retire One of the things that you'll notice living in Japan if you ever get a chance to is how active people remain after they retire. In fact, many Japanese people never really retire. They keep doing what they love for as long as their health allows. Second thing is the 80% secret. The most common saying in Japan is hara hachibu, which is repeated before or after eating and something and means something like fill your belly to 80%. This is why Okinawans stop eating when they feel their stomachs reach when they feel their stomachs have reached 80% of their capacity a typical meal in a restaurant a typical meal in a restaurant in japan japan is served in five plates on a tray of on a tray four of them are very small and the main course is a little bigger having five plates in front of you makes it seems like you're going to eat a lot but what happens is most of the time you'll end up fourth uh, the third thing is moi I'm not really sure if I'm pronouncing it right, but moi or whatever. And the sub tagline of it would be connected for life. I mean, moi is not a product, but whatever. <laughs> Just keep this thing aside. Sorry. <laughs> it's a customer. It's a custom. It's customary in Okinawa to form close bonds with p- local community. A moi is an informal group of people with common interest who look out for one another. For many, serving the community becomes a part of their ikigai. 
member of the moi <laughs> makes this word is very funny sorry uh, member of the moi uh, make a make a set of monthly contribution to the group this payment allows them to part- participate in meeting dinners or whatever hobby they have in common so you got the whole vibe right i mean it's a very friendly sort of vibe i think that's all what elderly people want they just want people to hang around with this place has them all okay so for me chapter 2 and 3 were pretty generic chapter 2 is mostly about stress how it works and how it is sometimes useful but a lot of stress is not good as well and also that sitting in a posture for a long time can lead to obesity hypertension and even certain kind of cancers in and all not the best part of this book chapter 3 is mostly about therapies logotherapy morita therapy and naika medic like naika meditation and some other case studies and technical aspects of the therapy the aim of the chapter is to show that all the great experiences that one encounters and and like can those experiences can be accessed without these therapies or spiritual retreats and this is by finding your ikigai okay so now let's get into ikigai what is this this word chapter 4 like this is the introduction to whatever chapter 4 finding flow in everything you do how to turn work and free time into space for growth going with flow imagine you are skiing down one of your favorite slopes powdery snow flies up on both the sides of your both the both the sides like white sand conditions are perfect you are entirely focused on skiing as well as you can you know exactly how to move at each moment there is no future no past there is only the present you feel the snow your ski your body and your consciousness is united as a single entity you are completely immersed in this experience not thinking about or distracted by anything else your ego dissolves and you become part of what you're doing this is the kind of experience bruce lee describes described with his famous be be water my friend quote this is flow you know sometimes you get so immersed in what you do that you forget what time it is what time it is you don't realize what happened around you this is called flow okay so apparently there are seven conditions for achieving flow first of them first of all is knowing what to do second is knowing how to do and then knowing how well you are going to do sorry no, uh, the third thing is knowing how well you're doing fourth thing is knowing where to do fifth thing is perceiving significant challenges sixth perceiving significant skills and seventh being free from distractions and there are three apparently there are three stages for attaining this flow strategy 1 is choose a difficult task strategy 2 is have a clear concrete objective strategy 3 is to have a cons- is to is to concentrate on, on a single task using flow using flow to find your ikigai after reading this chapter you should probably have a better idea of what activities in your life make you enter the flow write write all of them on a single piece of paper then ask yourself these questions what do the activities that drive you to flow have in common why do these activities drive you to flow for example are all the activities that you love to do are done alone or with other people do you flow more when doing things that require you to move your body or just to think in the answer to these questions you might you might find the underlying ikigai that drives your life If you don't then keep searching by going deeper into what you like by spending more of your time in the activities that you make that make you flow. Now I'll be jumping straight off to the chapter 9 skipping all the others in between why because most probably there are they are like more technical chapter there are some exercises which are discussed in this book 
and which are depicted through some pictures a uh, proper japanese diet has been uh, discussed at some part i guess in some other chapters there are some interviews overall not the not the best thing to talk about here so chapter 9 how to face your life's challenges without letting stress and worry age you one thing that everyone with a clearly defined ikigai has in common is that they pursue their passion no matter what they never fucking give up even when the cards seem again uh, seem stacked against them or they face one hurdle after another we're talking about resilience a concept that has become influential among psychologists emotional resilience through buddhism and stoicism okay so this is a very interesting story that i read in this book and the subtle art of not giving a fuck as well lord buddha was born a prince of kapilavastu nepal i didn't actually know that lord buddha was so rich but yeah he was he grew up in a place surrounded by riches at 16 he was married and had a child but he wasn't satisfied with the kind of life he was leading at 29 he decided to try a different lifestyle and ran away, ran away from the palace to live as an ascetic but even that lifestyle didn't offer him the happiness that he was looking for he realized that a wise person should not ignore life's pleasure a wise person can live with these pleasure but should always remain consciousness uh, but but should always remain conscious of how easy it is to be enslaved by them there's another in- interesting concept which is described in this book it's called anti fragility although there's no official there's no such official word as anti fragile it's coined by nazim nicholas in his book anti fragile but what is anti fragile let's start off with fragile fragile means something which can be easily da- damaged something very soft What's resilience though? Uh, it's the ability to bounce back from an adversity. Anti-fragile is the ability to bounce back twice from an adversity. The first time Hercules faced Hydra, he despaired when he discovered that cutting off one of its head meant that two would grow back in its place. That's fucking anti-fragile. But how do you become anti-fragile? So apparently there are three steps. Create more options is first of them. Just take a pause and think of creating more options. I haven't said options for what, just options that can make you more anti-fragile. Now let's look at a perspective which is discussed in this book. Imagine instead of having a salary, I mean uh, instead of having a salary, try to find a way to make money from your hobbies at other jobs or by starting your own business. If you have only one salary, you might be left with nothing if your employer runs into trouble. leaving you in a fragile position on the other hand if you have several options you just divert the time from your full t- full time job to this venture of yours and maybe make more money because it's something that you enjoy doing and now you have become anti fragile the second point is bet conserv- conservatively in certain areas and take small risks in others It's like don't put all your uh, all of your eggs in one basket but if you have a lot of eggs you can take a risk with some of them right does that make sense to you if you have like around 10k uh, i mean 10000 you can put like 9000 in nifty or some other index fund but and then the other rest of them and the rest 1000 you can divide it into 10 startups of your choice who knows if you have just put money into some future microsoft or apple Cha- uh, not chapter 3 uh, chapter 3 point 3 and lastly get rid of the things that you that make you fragile make sense right because you want to be anti fragile so you can like got to keep the fragile things away i'll take the exact lines from this book to explain this when we make a new new year's resolution we tend to emphasize adding new challenges to our lives 
it's great to have this kind of objective but setting quote unquote good reason good riddance goals can have an e- even bigger impact for example maybe gradually pay off all your debts or avoid spending time with toxic people you got the point right get rid of the things that make you fragile conclusion of this book our ikigai is different for all of us but one things but one thing we have in common is that we are all searching for meaning when we spend our days feeling con- connected to what is meaningful to us we live more fully when we lose a connection we feel despair there is no perfect strategy to connecting with our ikigai but what but we what we have learned from this from the okinawans is that we should not worry too much about finding it life is not a problem to be solved just remember to have something that keeps you busy doing what you love while being surrounded by the people you love at last if i just had to summarize this book in like 10 points i mean the summary of the summary of this book <laughs> it would be first of all stay active don't retire take it slow don't fill your stomach surround yourself with good people get in shape for your next birthday smile reconnect with nature give thanks live in the moment follow your ikigai so by this you have reached the end of this book do let me know what other books would you like me to read and summarize you are listening to the voice pc my name is jeff